Hi. Uh, is the State Department currently preparing to engage with the Biden transition team? And if not, at what point does a delay hamper a smooth transition or pose a risk to national security? There will be a smooth transition to a second Trump administration. Mm-hmm. Right. We're, we're ready. The, the world is watching what's taking place here. We're going to count all the votes. When the process is complete, there'll be electors selected. There's a process. The Constitution lays it out pretty clearly. The world should have every confidence that the transition necessary to make sure that the State Department is functional today, successful today, and successful with the president who's in office on January 20th, a minute afternoon, will also be successful. I went through a transition on the front, and I've, I've been on the other side of this. I'm very confident that we will uh, do all the things that are necessary to make sure that the, the government, the United States government, will continue to perform its national security function as we go forward. So you believe there's widespread vote- This is the Trump of Lies podcast. I'm your host, DJ MTK, powered by West Coast Radio. Today is November 15th. Today is a Sunday. We usually record on Friday evenings in our studio in San Diego, California, and we did do it. We did have a recording ready to go. However, we decided to scrap it because last night in Washington, D.C., there was a, a Trump rally slash protest, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, I woke up this morning thinking about what happened last night because it was disgusting. It was it was disgusting because after the lights went out, you saw almost mayhem, almost mayhem. And then you saw the president of the United States incite more fire on that flame and woke up this morning and said, we have to scrap this and do this shit all the fuck over because what happened last night is super dangerous, super dangerous. The message that he gave to his followers and you know here's just one of the one of the tweets antifa scum ran for the hills today when they tried attacking the people at the trump rally because those people people aggressively fought back antifa waited until tonight when 99 percent were gone to attack innocent maga people dc people go 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 get them go get going do your job and don't hold back this incites hatred this is super dangerous. And then he tweets a video of a man getting beat up during the rally and the protests. And this is how you create division within our country. In our last podcast, we, we, we discussed how he was going to come out and said the election was rigged. And right now there's a fight for the White House. There is literally a fight for the White House, and he's not going to let it go. And you just heard Pompeo and what he said. They are getting ready for a second term. He's doing everything in his power right now to plug up the court systems, to say, hey, you know, we this was a rigged election. I mean, he is doing everything in his power. And we did a little research, and this isn't the first time this has happened in the United States, in the history of our country. This isn't the first time... Two people went at it and said, no, I won. No, I won. It happened in 1876. It happened in 1960 with John F. Kennedy and Nixon. It happened in 2000 with Gore and Bush. And now in 2020, we are seeing it happen before our eyes with President-elect Biden and President Trump. Now, they called the election already that Biden won the electoral votes. Now... 
President Trump does have the right to go and contest that in courts. But it's sounding like, and I'm going to play a soundbite for you, this is going to bite him in the ass because he had his people in Michigan saying, stop the count, stop the count. And then he had his people in Arizona say, count the votes, count the votes. Now that's contradicting. You can't go to one court system and say, well, you know, they should have stopped counting the votes. And you can't go to another court system and say, no, keep counting. So this may bite him in the ass. And it's whatever is going to benefit him. He doesn't he doesn't care how much he can bend the law. And that's what we're witnessing right now. Bending the law. He's claiming that this was a rigged election and we knew this was going to happen. We knew this was going to happen. Now there are systems set in place checks and balances so people can so they can find out who really won the election. Now, a lot of people on the upper on the right side are saying, "Well, how can they go out and claim that he President um, Biden already won? They haven't even counted all the votes." This is true. Now, what happens is they can take a large number of votes and say, okay, based on the history of voting in this county and in this state, if 100,000 people already, we counted those votes and it's 70-30 and one side's leading to another, we can probably make an estimate based on past statistics and history who's going to win this state now. And that's when you see CNN, Fox News, CNBC, um, all of these news outlets call the election. And typically in history, the person that loses, they have a they understand too how if they're gonna win, if they're gonna lose. And that's why you usually see within 24 to 48 hours, the the person that lost call up the other person and said, I concede, you won, because they don't want to drag it out because they know exactly what happened. However, there is a process. And that's a great thing about living in the United States of America. You know, there is a deadline for resolving election disputes. That's December 8th. That's coming up. There's a meeting of the electors. The electors meet in each state and cast their ballots for president and vice president. That's December 14th. December 23rd is a deadline for receipt of ballots. The electors ballot from all states must be received by the president and Senate by this date. So not only that, every state has to certify all their counts. And if you notice, Georgia, Philadelphia, probably Arizona, Nevada, all these key states that we're seeing right now, they're going to have to do a recount and send in their final certified numbers. However, based on all the information they have in front of them now, they know who's won, who won. But they're going to go through the process and they're going to certify it and they're going to send it in before the deadline. But as we mentioned on the last podcast, he is going to fight nail and tooth and he's going to do everything in his power to muddy the waters, to put us against each other. Yesterday was a great example of how he can put us against each other. Antifa versus Proud Boys, left versus right. This is a system that they have the powers that be. I mean, people of money with money, money. You don't you don't see rich people, elite people out there in the streets with Proud Boys. 
Okay? Those people were in their houses very secure. This is the like the poor people and the medium middle class people going against each other. And they're loving it. And I was looking at the Proud Boys for and this is the way and he took down the tweets from yesterday. But at the time it incites hate. It adds fuel to the fire. It makes people fight. And there was a video of a man getting knocked out from the right, a Trump MAGA supporter. And it's like a cult. It really is. It's like this big cult gang. And then you see the video is showing him getting beat the fuck up. However, and that's a video that Trump retweeted. However, you don't see the video a minute, two minutes before that to what led up to that. Him yelling at people, him pushing people, him pushing a woman. Now, the minute I saw him push a woman, I said, it's free game. Whatever the fuck happens to you, happens to you. No man has the right to put their hands on a woman. No man. And you're going to get what's, uh, what, what's deserved after you cross those lines. There are barriers. There are rules that you do not disrespect when it comes to especially women and children. If he did that to a kid, I would have said the same thing. Now, did the women have the right maybe to try to push him too? Probably not. But you have to have a little bit more self-control and willpower. But look, at here's the big picture. What happens when you put two people against each other that don't like each other? In a protest atmosphere, there's a lot of energy going on, a lot of hate going on. And then you just, you know, all you need is one little push, one someone to, to and the people who are out there are not being, are not being polite. Look, hey, hey, how are you doing? Oh, great to see you. Thank you. No, 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 no. They're already incited. They already have that emotion of hate inside them. And I think about the Trump rally and I think about how they're using the BLM protest movement and trying to um talk down upon it and i really thought about that yesterday it's like you know the black lives matter movement and protest started because an unarmed african-american man was killed by a police officer follow the chain of events someone was killed that was unarmed by a police officer that in cause and effect had people rise up because they were fed up and saying, you know what? Fuck this shit. We want our voices to be heard. Then what happened after that? You had some people on that side that rooted, that uh, rioted, that looted cities. Yeah. Do I, that's, I don't condemn. I don't think that's right. But it, that, does that going to happen? It, it, it gets entangled in all that. Now you have the Trump protest slash rally. Now these people, the purpose of all going out is to celebrate Trump. So there are two different reasons of meeting up and two different purposes of what they're trying to accomplish. One is saying, oh, hey, we love you, Trump. One is saying, look at what the fuck is going on in our country and how long it's been going on for. We're tired and sick and tired of it. Then you put them up against each other and, and believe you me, Trump and his team, they love it. This is what they want. They want to create civil unrest inside our country. They want to muddy the waters. They want to say that its election was rigged. They want you to stop focusing on what's really the problem. If he really cared about us, he would come out and say, you know what? Listen, we're not going to have any rallies. 
There's a there's a virus going on. We just hit over 200,000 daily cases and growing, the most ever. I mean, this shit's just getting out of control, and we still have two months before he's even going to get, before maybe he lose, leaves office. We don't know yet. Then he has the press conference, Operation Warp Speed press conference on Friday, you know, to give us an update. But during that time, he's saying he's going to deny Andrew Cuomo, New York State, the vaccine. Like, what, what kind of bullshit is that? He won't allow, allow Biden daily press briefings for the intelligence, intelligence uh, press briefings. COVID updates from the task force. He's doing everything in his power to muddy the waters, to make it harder for a transition, to rile up his people. I mean, he's he's doing tweets at one, two, three in the morning. Your ass needs to go to sleep. And, to, and, and this is the thing, too. He always talks down to, to people. But then when someone has something negative to say about him, oh, he, oh, he's picking on me. Like, dude, grow the fuck up. Here's a, here's a, just three minutes ago, can't make this shit up. John Bolton, who was part of his, uh, his inner circle was one of the dumbest people in the government that I've had the pleasure to work with. I mean, this goes back to him talking down to people. If that's how you truly feel, don't put that shit out there and fucking everybody to read and put out dirty laundry. You keep that shit in house. But what does it do? It incites more hate. Then you have all these people that, I mean, I've never seen so many people suck Donald Trump's dick. Even with the press conference, without the leadership of our president, none of this could have been of accomplished. Well, I, I believe that's his job. I believe that's what he signed up for. Do now and then, do, 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 real lead, do, do leaders need a pat on the, does LeBron James need a pat on the back for fucking winning, winning a, a NBA championship? Sure. But look at all the shit he did to get there. Does he need a, a pat on the back every time he wins a playoff game? No, because you have more to accomplish. I mean, all he's doing is making shit worse. However, what's funny to me is in, you know, here, here's another, he, he, there's another tweet. He only won in the eyes of the fake news media. Well, Fox News called it too. We have a long way to go. This was a rigged election. I'm, I mean, that's... He's just going to keep controlling that conversation. I concede to nothing. As I mentioned, we, we, we had another recording, but we were going to uh, upload. But, you know, all this shit happened yesterday, and I, we just, I just had to come out here and speak with passion. Please do not feed into this hate. He's putting us against each other. This is the Trump of Lies podcast. I am DJ MTK, powered by West Coast Radio. And you know what? YG says... Yeah, nigga, fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, fuck Donald Trump.